Hola, bitchin' with Kim is back, and now you're listening to our seventh episode. I hope you guys are doing okay and not get way too bored for staying at home. I hope you guys are not mad for seeing another bad news because it's kind of 2020-ish thing that we kind of need to just suck it up. Suck it all up, baby. <laughs> I also hope that you're not get tired of checking your social media every time, you know despite your deadlines, or tasks, or works, of course. What, are you, what is your social media that you're checking on? Is it Twitter? Is it Instagram? Maybe both. Yeah, me too, actually. And speaking about Instagram, the source of aesthetic. Do you actually know what is aesthetic? Why do you call pictures that you see in Instagram aesthetic like what's the standard yeah that's the question we gotta talk about that today aesthetic yep you know anyway what is aesthetic no or you just aesthetic is beauty aesthetic is um, professional professionalism no perfectionism how do you say it so um if you don't know my point is we're gonna talk about it so stay here and listen to my podcast because we're gonna talk about a lot of things about aesthetic check it out baby Aesthetic, ladies and gentlemen, is the science of the non-utilitarian, contemplative, or creative attitude of man to reality, studying the specific experience of its mastering in the process and as a result of which the person feels experiences in a state of spiritually sensual euphoria, ecstasy, indescribable joy, bliss, catharsis, spiritual pleasure, its organic involvement in the universe and in the unity of its spiritual and material foundations, its essential inseparability with him and often more specifically with his spiritual root cause for believers with God. The term aesthetics is used in modern scientific literature and everyday life and in another sense to denote the aesthetic component of culture and its aesthetic components. In this sense, they speak of the aesthetics of behavior of one or another activity, sport, church ride, military ritual or sure all right an object and etc 
The main categories of aesthetics are aesthetic, beautiful, sublime, tragic, comic, ugly, and art. Historically, in the center of aesthetic, there have always been two main problems. The aesthetic itself, which was most often understood in the terms of beauty, beauty, sublime, and art, understood in antiquity in the broader sense than the new European art category. Jeez, this is hard. French Paul Paul Art, German Sean Kunst, <laughs> and then Fine Arts from the 18th century. Yeah, classic, you know, this kind of things. Okay, next. Aesthetic as a philosophy of art and beauty. The traditional classes of classical aesthetic dating back to antiquity from the text of ancient Greek philosopher Plato, Aristotle, Stoics, Plotinus, and theorists of various arts, eloquence, music, architecture, oh, included architecture. It follows that the problem of beauty was solved as a rule in the ontological sphere and directly related to cosmology. Cosmology, we talked about cosmology in the first episode, right? Next, in the theories of the arts, the notions of mimesis, imitation, in all its modification has come to the forefront from the illusionist copying of the form of visible reality, especially in painting, blah blah blah, to imitations of the ideas or ideals of the noetic world. What is noetic world? Wait a sec. Wikipedia said that noetics is a branch of another metaphysics. Damn. But um, as a word, noetic means one, of or relating to the mind. And second is originating in or apprehended by the reason. I still don't get it. Wait, wait a sec. Something that is noetic has to do with thinking and reason. If you praise your friend's noetic abilities, you think she's very smart. Use the adjective noetics to describe intellectual thoughts, like the dream of the noetic part of your brain over your instincts. It rhymes with poetic, but unlike the emotional content that is usually associated with poetry, things that are noetic focus on reason. The word traces back to the Greek word for mind or thought. Oh, I see, I see. I think this is kind of the antonym word of poetic. Like noetic is a logical word, and then Poetic is more like artistic or emotional word. I think that's that's the meaning. Okay, I hope you got it because that's my conclusion. Go back to aesthetic. Two main ways of the historical existence of aesthetics can be distinguished. One is explicit 
and the second one is implicit obviously the first is the philosophical discipline proper aesthetics self-determined in a relatively independent part of philosophy only by the middle of the 18th century implicit aesthetics are rooted in antiquity and represent a semi theoretical free comprehension of aesthetic experience with other disciplines I don't understand a thing honestly <laughs> okay so implicit aesthetic three main periods can be distinguished in its development damn what is this <laughs> proto-scientific classical and then post-classical this sounds like architecture modern postmodern blah 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 and this is so theoretically hard to understand just i never know that aesthetic will be this logical damn and and this like this article come on guys i don't want to read all of this and this is just Nietzsche, Greco-Roman, Renaissance, and all of these things. Wait a sec, let me just conclude this, okay? Wait a minute, wait a minute, be patient. So, to sum up this very long article, I already made a few words. Let me read it. Implicit aesthetic first brought by Plato with his concept of beauty is in imitating the existing of mimetic art while Aristotle believed that the poetic mimesis is not oriented so much for thoughtless copying of reality as for her believable image is probabilistic mode. The meaning of art mimesis Aristotle saw in the act of skillful imitation what we dislike to look at in reality, then we look with pleasure in the most accurate images. The aesthetic of classicism, from Latin classicis, exemplary, the term introduced by Romantics in the 19th centuries in the struggle against the classicist is example of revenge strictly normative system of artistic rules that pays particular attention to the aesthetic essence of art. The classic demanded clarity from the artist, the depth and nobility of the design of the work and precisely verified highly artistic form of expression. But we who respect the laws respect. Only the skillful captivates the creation. The principle of artistic idealization can turn everything into beauty. We are the artist brush is a transformation. Object of abominable objects of admiration. However, in general, the classicists were against the image in art of low and ugly objects prescribing one of the most aristocratic pages in the history of aesthetics aesthetics of classicism developed 
the theory of the hierarchy of art genres, dividing them into high and low and giving preference to the first introduced strict requirements to the artist and aesthetic dogmas dogma like paradigm the drama must be subordinated to the rule of three oneness place time and action beauty as an idealized reality is an expression of artistic truth the rules of good taste the guarantee of the quality of the work art is oriented toward the assertion of high moral ideals morally at its core and this is useful for society the ideal for imitation in art should be classical antiquity etc that's basically all that is important from implicit aesthetic the other things are very historical and very theoretical and very unimportant and very boring so i skip it and the next is explicit aesthetic let me let me conclude this one also wait a sec baumgarten distinguished two independent levels of being of the spirit logical horizon and aesthetic horizon and define aesthetics as the science of special sensory cognition no se logia inferior comprehending the beautiful about the laws of creation by beauty full works of art and the laws of their perception aesthetics according to Baumgarten consist of three main sections the first is devoted to the study of beauty in things and in thinking the second to the basic laws of the art and the third to aesthetic science in art in the future classical aesthetic dealt with the development of these main problems and range of issues that somehow or other related to them or from them in Kant's philosophy aesthetics is regarded as the final part of the general philosophical system the reflective ability of judgment in a system of cognitive abilities removes the contradictions between the mind and the mind what <laughs> okay based on a sense of pleasure or displeasure in contrast to his predecessor the educators who manifested the object of aesthetic and objective reality who sought the objective foundations of beauty Kant relying on Burke's ideas and also on the development of the psychological school of wolves closely linked the sphere of the aesthetic with the subject and his perception of the object etc with the subject object relationship the categories of aesthetic that are most important for him expedient taste beautiful sublime
are the characteristic of non-utilitarian or aestheticant contemplation accompanied by pleasure here's one of uh, explanation it's gonna be long hope you bear with me but I hope because I just read it and I think this is important so yeah let me just read it taste is the ability to judge a subject or a mode of representation by pleasure or displeasure free from any interest the subject of such pleasure is called beautiful at the same time Kant denied the existence of any objective rule of taste for he was convinced that the judgment of taste is based on indefinite idea of the supersensory in us he comprehends the aesthetic as a result of a free play of spiritual forces in the process for non-utilitarian contemplation of an object or in a creative act that concludes with the creation of a work of art. Judgment is called an aesthetic precisely because the determining basic of it is not a concept, but a feeling or inner feeling of the said harmony in the play of mental forces since it can be felt. Having defined the beautiful as a form of expedient without a conception of the goal as an object of necessary pleasure, Kant identifies two types of beauty, the free and the adjoining. To the first and the main, in the aesthetic sense, he refers object that like unconditionally and in themselves exclusively flee for their main shape like many flowers birds mollusks or nominal art non-thematic music and etc only in the evaluation of this beauty is the judgment of taste of a pure judgment detached from any concept of purpose purely aesthetic you understand well i really hope you understand because because the very very first time of making podcasts i can actually know like you know making my own conclusion and i'm very proud of it so um in my personal opinion the difference between the implicit and explicit is not very visible both of them are still abstract obviously because it's aesthetic the value is very subjective and it differs in a based on everyone's perspective like my kind of aesthetic may be different from yours and that's uh, normal and still up until now there is no f- exact formula like mathematically calculated on how this certain thing can be interesting so uh, that's aesthetic but the difference between implicit and what's the other one 
or explicit is that implicit you you don't even know like what kind of value that makes something interesting so you can say that oh i have a glass of water in front of me and the glass is very interesting including uh uh wait i'm suddenly speechless okay <laughs> uh I said that this glass is interesting, according to me. Maybe you may not agree, maybe you don't like it, maybe it's too simple for you, or maybe it's too complicated for you, you, don't, you have your own opinion. And uh, there is nothing that can, you know, like, how can I say this glass is interesting? You have no idea, because I cannot explain it. Like it's just, it's just simply beautiful, but in explicit aesthetic, you can actually uh, not not knowing exactly, but like you know why why this uh, something aesthetic. I mean, like like for the same thing, a glass of water. You can say that um. Because this is not smelly, <laughs> and then you can say that oh, this glass of water is interesting for me. I mean, that's not an aesthetic value. Come on, give, give me a better example. Oh, shit. <laughs> um. Uh, oh, oh. Let's say this. Um. There's a food. Okay, and it's very tasty, according to me. And this tasty, like we already discussed, actually, is one of uh, uh, aspect that can. I'm uh, wrong. Damn, I'm so speechless right now. Okay, the point is that uh, implicit, you just know that these things are beautiful or not according to you but in explicit you know like uh, this is aesthetic or beauty because of the taste because of the visual things like that that's my opinion for today it's hard i know i just yeah well because um, aesthetic itself is very subjective and it cannot be defined um mathematically so yeah i think uh, that's uh, for introduction of aesthetic as i said before there's like so many things still about aesthetic if you want to know more of course you can look for yourself but for today's episode since i've been talking for too long it's 20 minutes and more i think we can end this episode Mm. God, I think we can add this episode today right here right now and I'll see you guys in the next episode hopefully with light uh, discussion <laughs> yes yeah. I'll see you later bye bye